Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back once again to Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week we are on episode 29. 29. I know, and we're talking about being British this week. Good stuff. Anyway, stick around if you want to hear more. Hello. Hello. Hiya. Hiya. How are you? I'm good, thanks. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Should we get started? Oh, you want to launch straight in, do you? No. No? Got anything you want to talk about before no. we get going? No, do you? I, there's a few things, as always, that I need yep. to get, get off my chest. I felt like it was coming. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Nice t-shirt, by the way. Lovely t-shirt. Thanks for asking. I don't know I what you did, were asking. Didn't you didn't ask anything, but <laughs> thanks a... for complimenting me on my t-shirt. Right. It's my uh, 11 of Diamonds t-shirt. Is this your card t-shirt? Available on the website, on the store, on the website. Uh, fatherandsundays.com <laughs> um, slash store anyway um, yeah there was a few things I wanted to start with uh, before we launch into talking about uh, being British uh, which is something we know a little bit about um, I just wanted to apologise uh, for anybody that was disturbed by so we start every single week it appears with apology oh yeah yeah always I'd like to apologise for last week's sting. What I wanted to uh, assure people was that it wasn't a sting with a subliminal dirty panting in the background. (laughs) That was actually Bilbo. Oh, I I noticed the panting. Yes, he'd been following me around all day and he wouldn't leave the room when I was recording it. And if you listen in the background of that sting, you can just hear him panting with reverb. I I heard the panting and I thought, that sounds like Bilbo. I was thinking, oh no, you've probably put that there as a bit of a joke because of Bilbo. No, not a joke. He just wouldn't go. It genuinely was Bilbo. It was genuinely Bilbo, yeah. He wouldn't leave my side that day. Um, Other stuff, still no... A word from uh, Disney Epcot? on the lemons. No, no. I'm, I mean, bearing in mind, and they listen to everything. They've got everybody wired, I believe, Disney anyway. So they should be hearing this. So can you please answer? Can you have the courtesy to answer my message? All right, thank you very much. Um, apart from that, I think I'm done. I think well, you were you done for the got, week or? Well, you know, we could go on forever with the things I want to bring up at the beginning of these things. So let's leave it there All right. and get on to the subject that we were supposed to be discussing today, which is being British. Or British or British culture. or I think let's firstly define um, Great Britain Yes, is made of Great... We're talking about Great Britain well, and Northern Ireland. The I, UK 
Yeah, UK mixed... and Northern Ireland. Although I think really, Sorry, United Kingdom is Northern Ireland. Britain is Britain and, I know, and Northern Ireland. I know technically Britain doesn't include Southern Ireland, um, but you know when we talk about these islands, I guess you know when I say being British, I, I know Southern Irish people wouldn't uh, like the Republic of Ireland wouldn't consider itself to be British, but you know what are you want about. What? The United Kingdom yeah. includes uh, England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, sorry. Britain includes England, Scotland, Wales. But we'd also include Northern Ireland as when we say Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Yeah. Ireland's, just, not, Ireland's not in any of that. No, I know it's not in any of that. But I do consider them to be part of our isles because they are. You yeah. Know, it's, you know, so I'm not going to dwell on that particularly, but... I do consider. I'd say we've got a close relationship with Ireland. Technically, they are a completely different country, but I don't see them as that. You know, I do see Ireland obviously separated in two. They're probably going to be very unhappy about. Oh, this. I don't know that anybody's going to be unhappy about anything, really. No, let's be honest. They're always going to be unhappy about something. All right. Okay. Um, Okay, so no, we've away, got a very close relationship with Ireland. Yeah, so straight away, there's some sort of conflict there. I think so, there's always been... Basically, the whole country was built on conflict. No, no, I don't mean about Ireland in No, I'm in talking general. about... Yeah, I'm talking about this. And let's face it, a lot of the... Uh, some of the other countries within there... Well, some of the other countries... Uh, Scotland and Wales, um, I think uh, quite quite a, quite a lot of and people Cornwall. within those two um, countries would like to be uh, their own country and... Uh, you know, as we can see from devolution in both of those uh, areas. To Cornwall, I think mean, Cornwall, there's a, uh, you know... They want to be their own country. Well, they do, but it's not to the same extent, you know. It's not to the same extent as certainly Scotland and maybe Wales. So, anyway, that's a bit serious. What they'll do is they'll, uh, they get upset and they'll just make a raft out of pasties and then float off and make their own civilization somewhere else. Well, good luck to them if they want to do that. As long as they don't take all the pasties, I'll be happy that they do whatever makes them happy. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Wasn't there, it's the hist- isn't there history actually with the Cornish pasty and the fact that they used to have... The pasty was essentially the way of holding the meat. If the pastry, my sorry. memory serves me correctly, for because there was quite a lot of mining um, in Cornwall as well, I believe that would have been tin mining, um, then they would do exactly that, yeah, so that they didn't, because they would be really dirty and, you know, from the work they did, it was almost like a little carrying case for it. And uh, the actual what they actually ate was the meat in the inside of the pastry, not the pastry itself. Yeah. But obviously now, um, you see, I mean, they've got you can get pasties anywhere now, and all different sorts of pasties. And yeah, I love pasties. You do, <laughs> I do. Anyway, yeah. So that's a little bit about Cornwall. We seem to be veering off around the country at the moment. What? Uh, how would you define yourself as being British? What What is unique about being British in your eyes compared to the rest of the world? Well, I would say one of the big things about being British that makes it unique is the fact that it's not unique. Do you right, know what I mean? Okay. The amount of culture and diversity that builds up oh, yeah, this country yeah. um, is what makes it... I wouldn't say different because there's other countries like it. You normally see it with... Um, the more de- de- develop 
de- developed countries normally see a bit more of it anyway. Mm-hmm. But the fact is you've got many different people, many different cultures, and even things that you'd go... Things things that we consider are a British dinner or something like that, like an Indian, is is made up from, yes, you wouldn't be able to get some of the stuff we get in an Indian restaurant in India um, because it's a British meal that's been based around an oh, Indian, yeah, famously, Indian cuisine. Yeah, quite and a lot of the most popular Indian dishes are, yeah, are British inventions as such. However, then even then... That's what I like about it, is the fact is we've taken British uh, sorry we've taken other, other cultures, cultures and, and, and uh, we've brought like the, the the hundreds of ways you can cook a potato. Yeah, go and no, <laughs> go on. Mash one, roast two, boiled three, uh, raw. Well, that's not cooking it, is it? <laughs> no, for it's still free. You got ninety seven still to go. Uh, jacket. Uh, yeah. Four. Um, a hash brown. Uh, five. Chips. Six. Wedges. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> You're reaching there. Bombay. You? That's well, Sagaloo. Uh, that's Sagaloo. Uh, not well, Yeah, you're never going to get to hundred. Let's put it that way. Cottage pie. Let's just mash on top of a. Yeah, but it's a different way of cooking it, isn't it? On top of something. Oh, underneath it. Do you want, is there anything that has it underneath it? Are you just going to by the side of it? You know, to the left of it, to the right of it? No. Well, that, that would just be mash, wouldn't it? I think we've... There's not a hundred different ways. No, and that's not No, there even, is hundreds of different ways. That is not... Look up how many ways are there to cook a potato. I'm on it. And there'll like be hundreds, hundreds of ways to uh, cook a potato. Okay, all right. A bit over a hundred. But smash is not potatoes. You no, know that, don't you? it's just like... Other stuff. It's just like sort of sawdust and um, bits of fluff and bits from down the bottom of your sofa. Sofa. You would you say bits of down the bottom of, but you hadn't worked out the rest of that sentence. I hadn't. No. No. Look. I mean, what would help you out? I like that. That yeah. We have we have got. I mean, we've got a democratic. It's a democratic country. Um, society. We have got a lot of diversity within our <laughs> diversity within our. Um, our country as well. I think one of the alarming things for me is I ever see a depiction of, uh, particularly the English, to be honest, um, in anything, in any sort of comedy, we are seen to be so pompous and so awkward. I mean, even to the point of being, like, ugly, you know, bad teeth, Bad hair, you know, all this sort of thing. I will point out, you said about being awkward as well. We could go into it a bit more in a second, but I think we can pretty much agree we are awkward. Oh, we can be, yeah. And I, and I think, I wonder whether, you know, personally, I'm very awkward with situations and that. And when we've been abroad, you see that other countries deal with things very differently to how we do. Even to, um, when we've been to the US... They are very different in their approach to things to the British. I mean, we stick out like a sore thumb whenever we're anywhere. But yeah, so I do. But I do think people are quite cruel when they depict us. I guess it happens across the world. I mean, our depictions of someone from another country, you know, sort of. Well, there's the the classic thing of um, with with people with big teeth in the UK. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
from like US cartoons, but then I've seen I've seen US people without any teeth. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's best, big teeth or no teeth? I'm I joking, of course. But no. no, the thing is, it's just uh, I mean, as if you look a little way back, you'd think everybody in in Britain walked around, or certainly England walked around with a bowler hat and a an umbrella. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't just, do that anymore. No, I only do that certain days. You know, only days ending with why. Yeah. But it, it is, it, sometimes you watch it and you go, because uh, I, w- I would say on the whole, the British have got an incredible sense of humour. I think our, uh, it's quite Would you say we've got a dark, dark sense of humour? Yeah, because I think you've got loads of different elements of it. I mean, you've got slapstick, uh, when you look at things that uh, uh, comics that have been produced from this country, you've got very much slapstick, got quite... Um, They're often the ones that translate well, like Mr. Bean. Yeah, he, yeah around the world. He, he doesn't and even that, speak. In a way... It translates anywhere. That in other in other countries, that is comedy. That would be at the top of their comedy. And that doesn't make it any less funny than... you know. I don't think I'm being clever because I watch something and you have to think about the comedy in it. That's not the point. It, comedy's comedy, but... I mean, because classically as well, um, American comedies, you get the occasional big one that comes around here... But a lot of what you watch with American comedy, I will be honest, some of it just doesn't make uh, you laugh. No, you're absolutely right. A bit of hit and miss. I, I guess the things have tried to be. And I show. I suppose the difference is is there with those sort of things because when things are tried to be, uh, I mean, especially with English-speaking countries, so if we talk about the US, so you'd think a popular uh, show, whatever it is in the UK would be able to be made over in America and would be successful as well. I know a lot of comedies don't translate. Yeah, in between us does not translate. Yeah, I know. IT Dwarf, crowd tried, does yeah, not translate. It's because the humour in it seems to be quite and specifically... You know, they, they normally carry over one... Normally, not always, uh, carry over one actor. Like Richard Iowadi did yeah, IT Crowd in the UK. Because that actor... Did... did um, and I suppose with Red Dwarf, in, they had Crichton, which in a way sort of wasn't the main character, but was something that they could... It wouldn't really matter where that character came from because it's got it's got a pretty much an American accent in it anyway nowadays. So, I mean, but it's strange how that doesn't quite work out. You know, and I, I've, I went... When I went... Very first time I ever went to the States, um, I stayed with an Englishman who was living out there, lived out there and married an American and that. And uh, he obviously, his humour was still very British, but his wife's was completely different. And uh, and I found that fascinating. I found that, you know, it's like anybody when someone laughs at one thing, the other person can't even get their head around it, you know. There's no right or wrong, but it's just fascinating in that respect. I mean, to, to a certain extent, this literally happens for every single country or continent, whatever, is... Things are socially um, and culturally going to change, uh, whether that be from the the comedy you talk about, the snacks you eat. Very obviously, mm. big difference in snacks between the US and the UK, mainly due to laws and stuff like that. As well, <laughs> yeah, but, quite. Um, <laughs> Not allowed to make a lot of the stuff that you could, you walk around the, yeah. uh, the supermarkets in a in a state and you are wow. I was what? watching a video Look at the color um, of that. <laughs> I was watching a video from Rhett and Link the other day, um, who are two American YouTubers, 
and they were trying out different cereals from different countries and they had Fruit Loops and they said, this one's just lacking colour. Where's all the colour I'm thinking? <laughs> yeah, that, that left many... Yeah. We were like blue Smarties for a very long time. So look, I'm, I'm going to ask you, are you proud to be English? Let's start with no. it because we're English. Are you proud to be English? Depends on circumstances. I would always call myself British though. And are you proud to be British? Yes. Yeah. I'm English when it comes to football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's, there's, it, it changes depending on what we've just. The yeah, Olympics. I would say I'm proud to be English. I'm proud, proud to be British. Obviously, with the Olympics and 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 we have a GB team, so you know you're supporting people who are Welsh, Scottish, English, Irish. You know, I think. No. Yeah. Northern Irish, doing it again. Yeah, but. They're yeah. a different team. Ireland's a different uh, team. Yeah, I know Ireland's a different team, but I was just making sure that Northern Ireland was part of the GB team, and they are. They're going to be very offended that you seem to think they're the I'm same thing. I'm not doing it deliberately. I'm just trying to get my head around it, because I, I know it changes from thing to thing. You know, obviously, when we go into the Commonwealth Games, that completely goes out of... Because you will have Scotland, and you will have Wales, and you will have Ireland. Why did you put that in quotations? I don't know. <laughs> because it's a separate country. <laughs> yeah. But don't they sum it up? That we're being all, I'm being awkward and and sort of not sure and worried about upsetting people. That is very British, because you do not see that all around the world. Fact check. In the seventies episode, I said that I was born in the seventies. What I meant to say was that I was alive in the seventies. I was born in the late sixties. When you look at kind of things like uh, modern culture and stuff like that, and there's a lot of things we've discovered due to things like social media, and there's been a lot of social media accounts built around things such as British problems. I believe very British problems is one of the early ones mm. on Twitter um, and stuff like that. Sorry, I'm just watching you <laughs> very delicately touch your microphone. Yeah, because I slightly knocked it away from me. Go on. Um, yeah, so very British problems, stuff like that. And... It is funny to look at how, as as a society and as a culture, we've got our own ways of doing things. I think you had a look at some of those kind of stuff as well, Well, I you? did, because I, I, I thought at first, you know, oh, I'm sure everybody's like this. And it might be that people around the world are like this. But I saw a list of these things, which weren't ours. It was from somewhere else. I'm not sure where it originated from. But like you say, there's, there's sites around it. And it's things like... Um, it's it's just a, an apologetic way of dealing with everything. Mm-hmm. We we don't we don't complain about things, you know, or we don't tend to complain about things. It's we, it's not really within our culture. We we always feel like it's our own own problem. Um, things that things that I I read through here is around, you know, being unable to turn and walk in the opposite direction without first taking out your phone and frowning at it. So you're walking along the road, you've suddenly realised, no, I'm going in the wrong direction. You don't want anybody to just look at you and think, what's the matter with him? He's just turned around. So you get your phone out as if you've just got a call or, and you do a, oh, because you've just read, read a message saying, no, don't go that way, go the other way. Right? Yeah. I do that. Your phone's telling you that. I've done it before where I've, I've realised, I've been walking along and thinking, oh, I've walked up to the top of the road and realised, oh, I've forgotten my hoodie or I've forgotten my wallet. Mm-hmm. 
and you'd get out your phone, you look at it, and then you turn around. Um, I've got one just to mention as well. Yeah. So I always do this at work. Yeah. And whenever you open the door, yeah, and someone's on the other side of it, yeah, and you go, sorry. As if, as if this, I'm, I'm walking through a door. Why am I apologising that I'm I opening the do door to walk through find it? I say sorry, even when there's no reason to say sorry. You yeah. know, it, 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 there's, you just automatically go into that mode. I, I mean, it's like, not all British people are like this. No, I no. Say, but it's quite know. common though. It's, it's like going to the toilet, opening the door. Not like you're opening the cubicle. I'm talking about just open the door to the the room. Open the door. Someone's on the other side of it. I'm apologising that I'm about to go through this doorway. Mm. Why am I doing that? Uh, all I'm doing, I literally just need to trans, I need to move myself from one room to another and I'm apologising for doing so because someone else also wants to do the same thing. Here's one for you and this one, you'll you'll know this one. Indicating that you want the last roast potato by trying to force everyone else to take it. Now, where that bit is roast potato, you could put garlic bread or anything. Mostly right. garlic bread. Because... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say <laughs> that right then, did that. Um, But you will go, right, there's there's one bit left in here. Um, Dad, do you want it? I go, no. And you go, Mum? No, no, it's all right. Becky? Mum never eats no. it anyway. I don't know why I'm bother asking. Dad, you sure you don't want it? And you'll go round twice and then announce very loudly, is everybody sure? So people are getting annoyed with you in the end and then you'll pick it up and eat the, it. The worst thing about that kind of thing is when you... Because part of it is being polite no one wants to take the last thing I, also another thing I used to do was never eat the last Jaffa cake because you'd feel bad that you're the one to eat the last thing at the packet unless it was my own packet of Jaffa cakes um, but offering everyone this and then someone goes yeah alright I'll have it and you're thinking that's not a very British thing to do <laughs> you never accept it you always go oh no someone else have it someone else have it even though you really want it yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's, got, that's definitely one. I've got on. one for you then. Go on. When was the last time you were at like a gathering? I mean, we're never normally at gatherings anymore because of COVID, but when you were at a gathering or with family and you wanted to leave, so oh, you've yeah. always gone, right. <laughs> yep. You have to do a, a really big exaggerated... It's a, big, it's a routine. Oh, well, I really, really don't want to leave, but... It's out of my control. I have to leave immediately. Or, um, I guess, but we, we better make a move. We better make a move. Is also <laughs> we better make a move. Why? Why? Uh, and if someone went to you, why? Why have you got to make a move? You go because um, I don't want to be. Probably because I don't want to be here anymore. But, but there's no real you, reason. Sometimes if you do want to still be there, but you're thinking, why? Well, I I best leave mm. because we have got a new. Obviously, when you got a dog, that's quite mm. classic. Better get home for the dog. Well, we yeah, do he does get used quite a lot. I mean, we've—I uh, will look at my as watch as well. We do actually I'll stand there and I'll go look at everybody. Probably get a bit of a serious expression on my face and look at my watch, shake my head, and then then go, uh, "Yeah, probably need to go now." Now, there's no—I don't probably didn't even look what the time was, uh, but I will still do that. Another thing though is when you go right, I better get going soon. This is normally at a pub, though. This one, different one. Oh, what I about bet- four hours later? <laughs> yeah. You're still saying goodbye. Right, guess I better go or. I only, I only have one drink. That's when you there's a, there's a few of you in the 10. car as well, or or you're coming away from there. There's a number of you, and there's always one that he's well. Where's so and so? Oh, he's out there. Oh, he's gone to say goodbye. Oh, for God's sake! And you're all standing there for another like half hour waiting for him. Um, mishearing somebody's name on the second time of asking. 
meaning you must now avoid them forever. Yeah. But well, do you do ever do it as, with that as well? Similar kind of thing when you've met someone before, you can't remember the oh, name, man. so you have to literally go because you know some people try and a convoluted way of trying to get them to say their name by introducing them to someone else. All I do is I just never refer them to by their name ever again. But the problem is with that is why can't you? I mean, I've I'd started to get a bit better with it and saying sorry, I didn't get that. I always make out I'm deaf. Well, no, I don't make out I'm deaf. I'm, my hearing's not great anyway, but uh, I'm not make out I'm actually deaf. No, that would be well out of order. It would be bad. Just walk off. Go, do wave my arms about and walk off. That's not what deaf people do. Um, no, what I mean is, is, what I mean is that I'll say to someone, you know, blah, blah, blah about something and they'll go, I'll go, sorry, I didn't catch that. And they'll say it again, especially on the phone as well. I'll say, I'm really sorry. Can you say that again for me, please? You cannot ask them again because then no, it's be- yeah. becoming rude then about what you're trying to do. Um, other things... Which seems funny because you've just not heard them. Um, it seems funny that you find it rude Yeah, just because you haven't understood someone. Now, this is very British. Turning down a cup of tea for no reason and instantly knowing you've made a terrible, terrible oh, yeah. mistake. Now, I've been there where they're going, do you want a cup of tea? And I'll go... No, because I think, oh, no, I better not ask for them. And then they'll go, what about you? And they go, oh, yeah, I'll have one. And you think, oh, and then what you should do, actually. Especially when it's someone you're with. Yeah. Like with, with actually, I will house. have one, but you don't. And then you just sit there watching everybody else have a cup of tea. Or when, when you walk into someone's house, and it doesn't matter if it's tea or any kind of drink. And you walk in, you go, someone goes, oh, do you want a drink? And you go, you don't want to bother them, so you go, no. And then you're sitting there like a few minutes later thinking, I think I'm going to die of dehydration. <laughs> Yeah, you no. just know that you're going to shrivel up. Yeah, no. But you just accept your fate. Definitely, definitely. Um, there's the jogging across the road bit as well. It's uh, I think I there saw There are a lot of people that don't do that. I saw uh, something, I think it was a Michael McIntyre thing that said it as well. But even though I try not to do it, it's just like deeming it necessary to do a little jog over the zebra crossings while throwing an apologetic mini wave at someone. Yeah. yeah no, no reason to do anything like that at all. Well, it's, it's when you don't realise the car's coming. I mean, again, this is a big difference between us and, and different cultures as well, because in quite a lot of places, it's illegal to cross the road without it mm. being like a green man or something like that. Um, but you can cross the red man if there's no cars coming in the UK. Yeah. Um, so... But you notice a car's coming, so then it's not even a jog. It's more of like a, a kind of skip thing. Like, you eat, there's two ways you do it. One, you pretend you you don't even see the car. You just go, this is embarrassing, so I'm going to pretend that that car isn't there at all. Mm. <laughs> um, depending on how far across the road you are and how busy the junction is. The other one is to um, do a kind of walk, skip, jump thing. Mm. Because you don't want to run because that's weird. You don't want to walk because that's just rude. Um, and also, you kind of want to get across the road quickly so you don't die. So you do a weird skip. Hmm. No, you're, no, you're right. I mean, I can I can remember um, an instance and, and someone really laughed at me for it because uh, I was talking to a particular bloke. I'd said hello to him a couple of times. And then in the conversation with that, that, that fella, he said to me, something about work and and I said oh my wife what my wife does and for work and such and she's working at the moment and then he said to me oh you're not gay then and I said 
And this is the bit where you have to think, because there's no problem. I said, no, sorry, I'm not gay. <laughs> so I, I actually apologised to him for not being gay. <laughs> now that, I think, sums it up that you, you, you know, that you feel like you got to apologise for absolutely anything. Anything at all. One of the classics. You never have to apologise for who you are, no. no matter if you're gay, straight, Oh, no, it's nothing to do with that. Between. It's just the fact that I didn't just say to him... Yeah, no, exactly. No, no I'm not gay. It's no, no, oh, I'm sorry, I am not gay. <laughs> but <laughs> the other thing, and one that gets brought up quite a lot, which gets ridiculous in the end, is... I don't know if you remember when you were at school... Very aggressive you pointing had, you're doing right now. had a project that you were supposed to be doing. And for that project, you needed some travel yeah. brochures. Right. Now, obviously, you know, people do a lot of things online, but I said, right, I'll get you some travel brochures. What I should have done, I went down to the town, I should have gone into the travel agents, I should have either walked up, got a couple of brochures and walked out, which probably wouldn't have had any problem with at all, or I could have walked in there and said to them, I'm just going to take a couple of these brochures, they're for a project for my son, is that okay, if I really wanted to clear it I felt a bit guilty about it and done that and that would have probably been okay but what did I do I went in there I went through an absolute pantomime of I, looking, I was sitting in the car at the time of looking through Ages. brochures then went through a scenario with people in there about um, if I wanted to book how late are you open today and <laughs> would I be able to cut I tell you what I was only one step away from giving you two brochures and announcing that we were going on holiday to the Maldives for two weeks or something <laughs> like that. And it had cost me thousands of pounds just to go in there. Why, and, and not everybody's like that, but I do have a difficulty with it. And I, why that was the case, I don't know. But it was utterly ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And that, I guess, is what it's all about. In my experience of being in other countries, people are much more forthright. Uh you know, they will do and say what they want to you do and, and say, you know. The queuing is a classic when we go to our country and we queue and people look at us if we're mad because we all stand in an orderly line and that's not what a lot of people do. You know, there's all sorts of different things like that. But I'm happy with being, I mean, I, I have no problem with that. I, you know, you do laugh at yourself about how you are, but I, I have no problem with it. I'm quite pleased with... I love the country I live in, you know, and I'm quite happy to say I'm British. Yeah, and we have Jaffa Cakes. And we have Jaffa Cakes as well. Right, so before we move on, though, you've been thinking, you've been giving a bit of well, thought. I was thinking, oh, what? Oh, you interrupted me then, yeah? Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> you've been thinking about... What? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, you've been thinking about British people. I have. <laughs> I'm just, I, you just, you need to let me know when you're finished talking. <laughs> I just, I would assume when I get to the end of a sentence. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, no, I was thinking what British people, alive or dead, make you proud to be British. And I've got to be honest, it's, um, it's, I, I get quite patriotic when I'm watching things like the Olympics, which is on at the moment, um, or was on at the moment. I think it's the uh, closing ceremony today. Um, but 
when we win something or they show montages of the, us, you know, I, I just get incredibly patriotic, very proud of the Olympians, like uh, the Kennys or, you know, in the past with Chris Hoy and... And he's Savaloy, yeah, and everyone. You know, you know, I it it feels fantastic. We talked about England in the Euros, and they're probably were of those. And yeah, you know, people that actually stir you, people actually make you feel wow. Johnny yeah, Peacock, it's Paralympian. Oh yeah, without a doubt, inspirational. On on so many levels, he's inspirational. He seems like a really great fella. Um, obviously, do you know him personally? I know only what I've seen of him on telly, yeah. as you well know. Do you know him personally? No. Okay. Um, someone else I would put up there, uh, not as a athlete, but David Attenborough. So David Attenborough, an incredible, known all around the world, an incredible force, an incredible intellect. Um, you know, we've said about nature programs such, you know, if he's got his voice on it, you just feel comfortable. You feel like you're... That's what puts you at ease because he's similar to Richard Attenborough. Hence, like, their brothers. the dinosaurs, yeah. Yeah, but this is what makes you... Puts you at ease about Jurassic Park until they start attacking. Yeah, and then you realise it's the wrong Attenborough. <laughs> yeah, You've got to get out. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Bobby Moore. Um, I... Do you... Quickly change your tone. Then. As as a West Ham supporter and an England supporter, the guy is a legend. Um, he wouldn't be for everybody, but obviously from the England perspective uh, and from the people that around him said what a gentleman he was and how he played the game. And again, looking at him, he seemed so proud. Famously, as he's going up the steps to see and the Queen's there and he... He makes sure he wipes all his hand because he had mud on his hands from playing, and to make sure that he, to shake her hand, and you know, there was just simple things that he did, and simple things that he did within the game made it look so easy. And and he he would be up there for me, Professor Stephen Hawking. Wow, yeah, without a doubt, I overcame even, quite a lot. And overcame then, uh, quite a lot, and and as again, I say, quite a lot. That's an understatement. But yeah, yeah, quite uh, such an intellect, such an incredible person. Um, uh, more recently, people like Brian Cox is inspired. As in Professor Brian Cox. Professor yeah. Brian Cox. Sorry, I should call people by their full names. Yeah, I? but there's other Brian Cox. I know there is, but particularly him with um, just the way the he's, he's made science accessible to people. Go on, do your Professor Brian Cox impression. I can't do it. You, no, you uh, can you do an impression of him then? So because magical. usually... When you say that... I'm doing one right now. Okay. I can't tell, see. I didn't know who you were doing. Um, mm. J.K. Rowling can be quite controversial at times nowadays. I'm not sure that that's rightly so, because I. but I've got... Again, I think the way she's managed to get younger people engaged in reading again. Now, whether they're going off and reading, which they should do, read lots of other things um, but loads of people started there it captured everybody's imagination with the Harry Potter books and undoubtedly the children who grew up with those books have gone on to read a lot more than they may have done beforehand mm, mixed know. feelings about that one okay. um, uh, Lenny Henry are you talking from a perspective of charity charity yeah, yeah because again 
when someone he's goes, also quite funny. Oh, he is. But when someone spends as much time as he had trying to raise awareness and that, people start to get um, tired of, you know, of the same thing over and over again, being bombarded with saying, you need to give, you need to do this, you need to look out for these people. And, you know, it's compassion fatigue. That was the words I was looking for. Yeah. No fault of his, but he's carried on and he's, he's persevered. And the money that's been raised... I mean, there's plenty of people out there. Let's face it, there's lots of people out there who should, who are inspirational we wouldn't even know about, you know, but there's people like him, yeah, incredible. Promise Ranganathan. Wow, there's a left-field one. Uh, a great comedian, makes me laugh a lot. Yep. Why, why is he? Why I picked him. All right, okay, <laughs> just for that reason. Yeah, yeah it's just very no, that's funny. fine. I mean, you know, it, it's... Uh, I think comedy is a huge Alex thing. Alex Horn. Oh, hang on. We're just going to go through the people you like in comedy now. Adam Buxton. Adam Buxton. Joe Cornish. Yeah. Joe Cornish done a lot for Hollywood. Well, we've got... in Let's talk about Hollywood. I mean, our technical side of it. We've talked about this before. We, we've got some of the best technical people around. And we've got some great uh, directors now, you know, who, who are being trusted with doing these multi-million Hollywood films. Um, who else have I got? I mean, National Treasures, Stephen Fry and people like that. I mean, it's, you know, we we seem to have picked a lot of people in comedy, but they've got two sides to everything with that as well. There's there's two sides to what they do and what they influence and what they represent and how yeah. they carry themselves and, you know, and the intellect as well. Um, and God bless her, the Queen. I've, I still... Again, it's it's something that not everybody is, is on board with, but the royal family, I think they play an incredible part and I think she's an incredible woman and um, she continues to do so much, you know, for our country as a figurehead of our country and the Commonwealth as well. And uh, I think she's an absolutely remarkable woman. She carries on when things around her seem to be falling apart and she continues and and I'm proud that we've got a queen. I'm proud we've got a, uh, proud we've got a royal family. Not all of them are, uh, are worthy, but, you know, she certainly is. Here's a short song about being British. What it is to be British Saluting the red, white and blue Saying sorry for everything Even if they were things that we did not do We brought your haggis and the Beatles Judy Dench and Sir Sean Connery If you're nice we'll invite you For some crumpets or a love Teletubbies 
about a penalty Cause we've got Harry Potter And don't forget Her Majesty Get out my pub Alright So uh, following that lovely song Let's move on to a game Yes let's move on to a game indeed Um Okay, so this week you don't seem like you prepared for me to press record. There, I forgot to tell you I was about to press record. I don't, you do it sometimes, and I just chat to you, and then I realise what you've done. But then that's no, fine. I did realise then. I have go through the sort of ritual of There's taking my glasses off. Do I need my glasses? To, to which which pad have I got things written on? You know, all that sort of thing. Is yeah, it on I'm my phone? Got... Yeah. So come no. with a tablet, a notepad, and a phone. I'm covering to read off of. today. Yeah. Oh. That'll be me just putting that down. Yes, uh, there's a. I've done a little quiz for you today, just celebrating um, regions of the of Great Britain, and you know certain sayings around the Great Britain, <laughs> <laughs> British Isles. That's what I was trying to think of then. All right, so um, play the sting first, and then and I will introduce it properly. All right, I'll play the sting. To play the sting. As I walk the length of these hallowed shores As I look through windows and knock on doors Sometimes the language is strange to me And I haven't a clue what is what you want Well done once again in the sting. Oh, that's quite all right. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so you would have gathered by that. I'm going to bring you certain in a in an extraordinary gymnastic performance with my regional accent skills. I'm going to give you a saying, and I want you to tell me what you think that saying that saying means. Don't you find it uh, really quite interesting? Actually, just really quickly, how uh, there's so many different accents, so many different um, different localizations of things. Oh, it is. It's, in it's, such a small area, it is bizarre. And I think, I do think about when tourists come over, uh, if they come to London or the South, they probably, because of television, probably can understand us quite well. But, you know, if they go up to uh, Newcastle or perhaps down into the deepest, darkest Cornwall, they ain't got a chance. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be alien to them. And, I, and in fact, I do know that certain things have gone uh, when they've been... Uh, even to English-speaking countries, they put subtitles on them. Some Irish stuff with Irish dialogue, dialogue in it, but only with the accents. Has they had uh, subtitles on the bottom of them just to, just to, uh, yeah. There you go. Anyway, are yeah. you ready? Yeah. We won't go on anymore. So you number one. Your heads in a funkle. Your heads in a funkle. Your heads. Yeah. Not a clue. Your heads in a fan call. It means you seem awfully confused in Scotland. If What's they say fan that call? Fan call, it's just fan call in a mess. That's what fan call, I presume, means in Scotland. They use mess, but it's a saying. We have sayings that don't, you know, this That's is. Fine. Yeah, okay. This has gone off well, really. <laughs> You look like your cat's elbow. 
they're all Scottish so far. These ones are. You look. I'm. I'm grateful that you've actually said Scottish because it was touch and go. I, I'll, I'll be honest. You look like your cat's elbow. Oh, the no, Scottish accent. Scottish accent's not quite there. It's more like. So because you're a bit. You're. I will be honest. These aren't. You're doing more like. Why, I man. Well, that's because in a minute that's what I've got to do. So I think I've already started thinking about him. Scotland. Scotland. You look like Cat Selwell. <laughs> See, that's gone completely. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a cat's your cat's elbow. Right. So do you know what that is? That's uh, you. You look. You look sad. You look skinny. Skinny. So eat a pie immediately. Yeah. Okay. Or a deep fried Mars bar. You've got a you got a face like a cake left out in the rain. <laughs> you, that you look sad. <laughs> you look upset. You look Your miserable. Face is wrinkled and worn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tatty lugged loon. He's oh. a tatty lugged loon. He's a tatty logged loon. Lugged loon. It's a tatty lugged. 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 Luggles. He, he's looking a bit worse for wear. I oh, see, we're, we struggle. That boy has rather large ears. <laughs> we'll use vaccinated with the gramophone. <laughs> what, I was going in a German accent. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll use vaccinated with a gramophone needle. Um, so I... You. He's trying to give me clues by moving his mouth around, um, and he's getting upset that I'm giving away the secrets of not having visuals on a podcast. Um, so being really chatty. Yep. You seem really upset now. Yeah, oh bum, bum and parsley. You're all bum and parsley. You're all bum and parsley. Yeah. Uh, you're all smelly. You're smelly. Big-headed and think you're better than anybody else, that means. I thought we were going to do things like... Is the cat dead? This is a bizarre one. Is the cat dead? Is the cat dead? Yeah. I don't think that's even how they pronounce it. If they say that, did. If they say that to you, that, that means why your trousers is so short. <laughs> I don't understand that one at all. I You're thought it was going to be like melted welly. I thought it was going to be stuff like um, where, where, where uh, do you have like stuff like balm come from and stuff like that from no, bread it roll? Isn't. It isn't. It's all like this. So get on with right. it. Right. You're a half melted welly. I'm not going to have a clue. In most of these um, half melted welly. Yeah. You, you're hot. No, you aren't the short, sharpest tool in the shed. You're a bit dim. That means. Right, so next one, so we're going to come down Twatchy the country a little bit. Why, aye? Where's my scran? I'm clumming. Um, where's my sun cream? I'm really hot. I'm where's burnt. my dinner? I'm starving. Right. I'm going to say why, I in front of them, just so I can get into the character, yeah? Why, aye? Right. Dear's your telt. That's just a different language fully. Dear's your telt. Do's your told. Oh, well done. I didn't even give you a clue there. I'm gonna, I know this is terrible. Oh, no, this is... I'm going on to now Welsh. So what should I say to get myself in the... I don't know. What's um, a Welsh accent? Do... Um, 
do something from Gavin Stacey. Oh. Uh, Come on now, Gav. Yeah. It's nobbling out. No, that's Or towel. Towel, owl. It's nobbling out. It's cold out. Yep. Where are you two? Where are you from? Where are you? I'll be there now in a minute. You give nothing the accent. Yeah, I have because I think I'm going to upset someone with that. Um, yeah, I sure with the Welsh accent. I'll be there now in a minute. I'll be there soon. Be there soon, but not sure exactly how soon. That is. Wow, that that's a lot more in depth. Uh... This is Cowin Lush. This See, is I've really. Tried it this is a different this way is really again. nice. Unbelievably nice. Well, I think really nice would do as well. Um, okay, then we're going to move on to the West Country now. Bearing in mind, most of my accents end up West Country. I can guarantee you now. These I'm are not the West Country. Best country. So I'm going to say, all right, lover, in front of it. Arker E. Say again. Arker E. It's a nice evening. Arker E. Arker E. Look at them. Listen to them. Back along. Follow me. Back along. Back along. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> In the past. Uh, You're saying he's like you knew them beforehand as well. Oh, now I'm going on to Ireland. Oh, dear. Ireland or Northern Ireland? Oh, can't. it's just Ireland. Right, so this is going to be... Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, no. May the cat eat you and may the devil eat the cat. Do you want to practice your Irish accent? So count to three in Irish and it'll get you in it. One, two, three. No. One, two, three. One, two, three. May the cat eat you and may the devil eat your cat. I've actually forgot the um, hen something three. I've forgotten cat day or something like that. Um, Well, if you... uh, Well, yeah, you've wound me up now. Now you're cursed. Double bad luck on you, so not far off there. Acting a maggot. That goes a bit Scottish again, then. Yeah, but I did. suppose it's Celtic, isn't it? So. Say again? You're acting the maggot. You're acting really not nice. Behaving like a fool. What about this? Shit in a bucket. Oh, for goodness sake. You do these just so I have to bleep them. I couldn't believe my luck when I saw this. Shit in a bucket. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask you to repeat that one. Um, it's, this isn't very good. Yeah, for God's sake, oh no. <laughs> and the last one, right, and this is English, poppycock. That's a load of rubbish. Yeah, and do you know why it's called poppycock? Am I going to have to bleep this one as well? No, it's from Dutch, pap and cack, which means soft dung. So poppycock means soft dung. Dung. Right. And another word for that would be <laughs> for the hat trick. So there you go. That was a little bit more difficult than to do the accents and for you to get them. Yeah. So sorry about that. That's all right. Okay. Right. Well, there you go. Didn't work that well, did it, this week? Well, it was all right. It was good. Yeah. Tell your Just face that. Very, very. <laughs> I didn't have a clue on most of them. Well, no, now you but can. But this is the thing with colloquialisms. Now, you can, now can, you can go to those places 
and really and offend them. You can understand them. If someone says to you something like that, you could say, oh, oh, hang on, and then buy a new pair of trousers that are a little bit longer or, you know. Do you know, um, do you know what number seven is in Irish? No. I'm pretty sure it's shock. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to do that as well with your hands? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Shock. Shock. Is it shock? I, I don't think know. So. Well, who, who's one, teaching you two, these things? Three. Um, one of my friend's girlfriend's Irish. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. So. Moving on? Moving on. So this week, um, we've had something sent in to us. We have indeed, yeah. Um, so it looks like on our website, fatherandsundays.com, we have a contact section. And on that contact section, you Do can... Do you mean after all the weeks of nagging people to comment and telling people to send stuff in, someone actually has? Someone sent something in. Yeah. Um, although I feel like it might have been forwarded on. Right, okay. But uh, it's been sent in. Because on that page, you can contact us. You can leave us questions, uh, ideas, comments... And also, we've said people can leave complaints. Right, so I'm getting a feeling this is what, it's the latter, yeah? Yeah, it looks like the latter. Okay. So, um, this one is from, I'm going to go ahead and say her surname, because people might be able to realise who it is, Joyce Harding. Oh, dear. So, uh, she's some kind of relation to us. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Sounds a bit like your mum. Yes. Um, Subject, spreading false information. Now, I think what? someone helped her with this because she doesn't use a computer. So All right. Okay. Plenty of people could so, do uh, that. Yeah. I am disappointed that during your recent 70s episode, you have insuate, insinuated... Oh. Insuated? Insuated. <laughs> insulated. <laughs> You've insulated my roof. <laughs> um, You've insinuated that the clothes I bought were joke-worthy and embarrassing. Oh, dear. And at one stage suggested I purchased substandard socks from the local market. The clothes represented the times and your so-called humour is at best lazy. Don't make me wave my fist at you. <laughs> kind regards, NJ. That's what we call her. Wow. NJ, Nanny Joyce. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, you know, I have... That would explain the text I got from her. Yeah. Telling me I was grounded and that I had to go to bed straight after this. I'm not allowed and to no, do these anymore. No, no. No dinner. No, no. I've, uh, until well, well, she's going to let me know when I'm able to do anything again. Hopefully so, next week. Yeah, hopefully, and as long as I behave myself and don't spread false rumours. I, I, I've merely, we merely meant to bring some sort of fun to that particular era the, the, the fashion in that era was of Diabolical. a kind oh, <laughs> and sorry. nothing to do with her and her buying it her hair was long because that's how everybody's hair was at the time and obviously um, I must have uh, misremembered about the tube socks bought that they were really comfortable uh, They must. I've, I will say now that they were the best socks that I have ever had. Have have have, have. Yes. <laughs> Too many H's. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you for the socks. Oh, there you go. I've never had suit tube socks. So. Uh, you're really unlucky. They're the best socks Why do you keep ever. winking at me as you say I'm it? not winking. <laughs> Don't make it worse for me. Okay. All right. All right. 
and nothing else. Why are you acting? Why you going? All right, like like you weren't the one to say that. Yeah, that look. We've had nothing more positive come back then, though. Um, I think we hit nine hundred listens today. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, but it's not really positive. Any more countries that we're yeah upsetting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have a look up. We'll be able to talk about that next week, perhaps. We'll have a, if there's any new ones, we can talk about it right at the beginning and say hi to those particular countries, yeah? Well, yeah, maybe. maybe. I'll give it some thought. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Okay. All right, well, that's us done. Do you know then. what next week's episode is, though? Next week's episode is... Oh, next week's episode is is a special week, isn't it? For a very special person. Well, it is, but I was going to mention about that it's going to be episode 30. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, it's a very special episode because it's episode 30. Yeah, and we're talking about... We're talking about the 1990s. And the reason yeah. we're talking about the 1990s is because you were born in the 1990s and you've got a birthday coming up, haven't you? Oh, as if those... 70s, 80s, all added up. All le- it all led up to led this. Led up to the 90s. Yes, so we'll be talking about the 90s. We'll reflect the 90s in the music. And we'll have a little celebration of a certain person's birthday, I think. All right. Well, in that case. <laughs> Is that fine with you? Yeah, it's fine by me. It's good. Right, excellent. Yeah. So, it's just remains for us to, you need to tell everybody to do all the same things we tell them every week that they don't do. And then it's goodbye from me, I think. All right. Well, I'll do that the first before you say goodbye. Okay. I'll come back and say goodbye again in a minute. Yeah, you can. Uh, so we've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can like us, follow us on those. Uh, be handy. I keep messing with my keyboard. Very much apologise for that. for doing things like yep. that. I do. Yeah, you do. Um, but you haven't got a keyboard. That's why you don't have a keyboard. No. There's one there. Um, oh, he's <laughs> kicking boxes. I didn't actually <laughs> deliberately do that. Either. I knew you did you I didn't. Just, I didn't. I just straight to that box. But you just booted a load of boxes. No, no, no. Carry on. Sorry. Um, yes, yeah, so we got those. Uh, we've also got the website fatherandsundays.com. We spoke about it a couple of times, but remember, you can. There's a store available. Uh, there's a contact page. But you can also access all the episodes on there, as well as whatever your preferred podcast platform is. I assume that you've got one that you're listening to right now, but by any chance, if you're listening to one that you don't really like it, remember there's lots of others you can listen to. That... Mm, open them up on all of them. <laughs> yeah, listen on all of them, all at once. See if they're any different. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Leave us, uh, contact us on those things if you can. You leave a review if you want to. Yeah. You can do that on some of the podcast platforms. Anything you want to say? No, that's it for me. Again, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but... No, I won't worry about it too much. No. All right. Sorry about everything today. That's me being very British. Yep. Yeah, apologies. Right, we better go. <laughs> yeah, I've just looked at make watch. A I think we better make a move in a second. Yeah, sorry about that, but we've... The dog's at home on his own, so... All right, Bye! Bye!
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.